and I'm Sue, and this is Runner Girls, a podcast about women brought together by a love of running and triathlons. <laughs> <laughs> One of us did a triathlon today, and it wasn't me, but before we get to that, how are you doing, Megan? I'm good. I am understandably very sore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tired? Yes, I napped for about three hours. Nice. <laughs> two, two hours, I think. I got pancakes because everybody knows after a hard, you know, endurance event, you need pancakes. <laughs> you need pancakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need pancakes. Um, so, yeah, it's been a pretty good day so far. Good. Well, I'm glad you got some rest and some food. And I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm good here. Just got back from taking my daughter shopping for her birthday. I'm like, what do you want for your birthday this year? She's like, I want to go shopping. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we gave her some money, brought her to the mall with a friend, went out for pizza. That's nice. But yeah, it's, you know, after doing a long run this morning, I didn't really want to walk around <laughs> the mall too much. So Jeff and I were just kind of like, our mall has lots of like sitting areas. So we sat a lot. We sat like every couch we could find at the mall. (laughs) So that was fun. But I'm ready to get into training because we have a lot to talk about. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Well, we last spoke on Thursday, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll get into my stuff first since you have a race recap. Friday morning, I did um, my long ride for last week, which was... The Pumpkin Man half bike course, again, this time by myself. Um, this one didn't go as well <laughs> as the one the time I did it with Diane. It was like windy, like very windy. And I had, I brought three energy gels with me because I thought, well, I've been taking one every hour. So, and I'm going to be out there for like, I don't know, three and a half, four hours. So I'm like, I'll bring three energy gels. I didn't bring any Gatorade this time because I didn't have Gatorade, so I brought water. But yeah, those energy that wasn't enough fuel. (laughs) Turns out, Um, I ended up getting heartburn, and my legs just weren't turning over like they were before. So I averaged like twelve and a half miles per hour, and I got lost at like mile (laughs) forty-eight, and. At the point that I got lost, I didn't know which direction to go, and either way, I had to go up a massive hill. So I just, like, I was sitting on the side of the road and just started crying because I didn't want to go the wrong way and then have to go back up the other hill. (laughs) So uh, I looked up my phone, right, and figured out where, Uh like, which direction to go, and then I started moving in that direction and realized... I was moving in the wrong direction, so I turned back and went the other way. So it was just, it was a miserable ride. I ended up calling Jeff because I wanted him to come get me, but by the time, like, or I, actually, I sent him a text at first, and then I called him, and I was crying, and, like, by the, he's like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'll send you my location. So by the time I figured out how to do that, I had figured out, like, which way to go, so I ended up just riding home. And I managed to get 53 miles. 
And my moving time on the bike was like four hours, 13 minutes, but I was out there for almost five hours total. Oh, man, yeah. It was just, it was miserable. So, um, so that wasn't great. <laughs> um, and then my next workout was, oh, I took Saturday as a rest day because it was necessary. Um, <laughs> Sunday, I went for a long ride. This is at the camp. So we went up to the camp Friday afternoon and took all day Saturday off and then Sunday went for my long run on the mountain trail and that was good it just it felt good and I was enjoying being in the mountains and it was nice and cool it was like actually like kind of chilly that morning it was in the 50s so it felt really good um and I get to like the end of the trail because the trail's like four miles long I get to the end of the trail where like I was gonna start running on the road um, mm-hmm. to do the rest of my distance before I had to turn around and like the all of the road was like torn up like they're doing road work and I had no idea so at that point I like I went I turned around and then went back um, I had to take another route basically so I ended oh. up adding some mileage it was fine and then I had left my watch at home because it was charging and so I was re- trying to record the run with Strava but for some reason it auto paused and then stopped the run um, mm. Or my phone was like doing stuff in my pocket. I don't know. So it, it missed out like two miles of my run. But I did manage to run 12 miles total and averaged about 12 minute miles. So I thought that was a fairly good run considering it was the longest run I'd done and it wasn't super slow or anything. After that, Monday, I did a bike ride. And this is just like a regular, you know, like... I figured I wanted a bike for about an hour. So I went and I rode the, what did I do? I think I did, oh, I did the half the half run course. So for the half iron, I wanted to check out the run course. And I think I had done that already before. So this time I was just like riding it for fun. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then it ended up being like a decent ride. I averaged 15 miles per hour on that one, which was so nice after like, you know, my last couple of rides being like 12, you know, so that was really good. And then that was, let's see, that was Monday, Tuesday. I did my marathon paced run and that was five miles at marathon pace like nice easy mile warm up and then I managed to do 5 at marathon pace and let's see what were my splits 1007 958 958 959 and 950 so that was another really that was a good workout happy with that and then Wednesday I did another bike ride this time I only did like I did like a 45 minute ride cuz I didn't have as much time in the morning uh that was decent I think I did the same route as before. Just I kept going over the half mar- the half marathon run for the half iron because I'm like this is gonna suck. <laughs> like I just want to get used to the route, I guess, so I know like when to expect the hills. So I had decided pretty much my next long run was gonna be that route because I'd done 12 miles last weekend. So I'm like this weekend I'm going to do the half marathon basically because I want to see how bad the run is. Um, but on Wednesday. I also did a swim. So I met up with some triathletes and did about 
uh, I want to say it was like about 2,000 yards. For some reason, I used like the wrong app on my watch, so it didn't measure the distance, just the time. Um, let's see what else. Next was, oh, Thursday I took a rest day. So I had been doing my speed work on Thursdays, but I knew that Friday I was planning on doing my uh, a full brick workout. So I took I took Thursday off. Um, I was planning to do my brick workout on Friday, mainly because I had someone else I was going to do it with. But she ended up having to bail after the swim because she had a job interview. So I did the swim with her, which was, I did about a mile. And I finished in 38 minutes and 41 seconds. And it wasn't quite a mile. It was like 0.95 but I was like, holy cat, that looked, like that's a really good time for me to swim a mile. Um, so I was happy with that. My transition between the swim and the bike was like almost 20 minutes. <laughs> and that's because I didn't realize she was going to swim two loops. I thought she was just going to do one because that's what she'd, she always did. Mm-hmm. So I... I realized when I got out of the water that she was still like back at the island, like swimming to shore and I didn't want to leave her there alone. So I waited for her to get to shore before I took off and um, went for my bike ride. So bike ride went fairly well. I did the, um, the half iron course starting from my house. So I modified it a little bit, but most of the half iron bike course. And I, I tried to keep it fairly easy because I wanted to save some energy for the run. So I didn't go as fast as I would have liked. So I didn't hit 14. I averaged 13.7 miles per hour, but I had plenty of fuel and it felt pretty good. Um, I was fairly happy with that and then got back to my house and then it was time for the run and um, my second transition was like three minutes or something so that was much better than my first. (laughs) Um, I got back home, home, took an energy gel and then um, headed out for the run and at this point it's like 10 in the morning and probably like 72 degrees and sunny (laughs) and I planned on doing like five miles so I had it out for my five mile loop and I tried to run at an easy pace I could not do it like I could not run even just keeping it easy and I was just like at that point I'd already been out for like four hours basically swimming and biking and trying to run was like impossible. So like I walked a little bit up the first hill and then started to run again. And then five minutes later, I'm walking again. I managed to get to about two miles before I just like, I just gave up and like started crying. And I was like, this is miserable. This sucks. And I called Jeff and I had him come pick me up. I'm like, I'm not going to suffer through five miles of this. And that was the point that I realized, like, looking back on, like, that workout and the Olympic that I did, I'm just not adequately prepared to run a half marathon, you know, after doing that much swimming and biking. I'm just not. So I, you know, I'd been so focused on getting up to the swim and the bike distance-wise and I'm not quite at the, you know, I, I, at that point, I wasn't quite at half marathon distance running yet. But I knew it would come, the distance. But I just feel like fitness-wise, I'm not... 
the decision that I came to was like, I don't want to suffer through a half marathon like that. Like, I would rather not do that. So I decided I wanted to, to transfer to the Olympic and do the Olympic with you. What? It's not because I'm doing the Olympic. It's because I don't want to do the half anymore. <laughs> okay. If I but knew... But you're marathon training. I am marathon training. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's true. And I have no problem running. I have problems running after swimming and biking. So, like, I, the reality is, like, this was after trying to keep, keep it easy on the swim and the bike. And I know that if I'm, like, trying to meet the cutoff time on race day, I'm going to be pushing harder on the yeah. bike than I was in that brick. And I just don't I just don't see that half marathon being anything other than, like, a suffer fest. I just know I'm going to be miserable, and that's not the race experience that I want to have. And I was just like, I'd much rather just do the Olympic that I know that I can do. And even if I have to walk, run the run, I can do it with you and I can have fun, you know, like. Yes. So that's, that's what I was thinking. And I'm like, I, the only thing like holding me back from making that decision, the reason why I was crying is because I don't want to let down other people, (laughs) you know, like I don't want Megan to be disappointed. I don't want the listeners to be disappointed, but I'm like. I don't want, I don't want to do the, like, I don't feel like I, I can do it to the best of my ability. Can I get through it? Can I like force myself to get through it? Yes. But I don't want to do it that way. I just don't. So, I understand that. I'm not disappointed in you at all. <laughs> I was worried you'd be disappointed in yourself. No, no. And I understand that suffering through and then it doesn't become fun anymore. And then training sucks because you're like, I don't even want to do this. This right. is terrible. Why am I making myself do this? And then it becomes this whole thing of we do this for fun and to push ourselves. But if we're missing the fun aspect, then there's not really any point in doing it. Right. Yeah. So I did. I, um, I transferred. So I'm all registered for the Olympic now. Well, that means we get more time to hang out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to try to stay with you and finish with you, like, just because I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to race it. So if whatever, like, if we get separated, not a big deal, but it would be great if we could try to do it together. But yeah. Um, And then, (laughs) so that was... (laughs) That was Friday's workout, Friday's breakdown, and Friday's race transfer. Um, And then Saturday, I went on a run with um, uh, one of my training clients. She's training for a 5K, and we we did two miles together Saturday, just taking it really easy, nice and slow. Mm -hmm. So that was good. And then today was my long run. So I am still training for a marathon. So I met up with Amy this morning and did the half run course for the half iron, (laughs) which I know I'm not going to do now, but I'm like, at the time that I planned to run with her, that's what I was already planning on doing. And I didn't want to change the route. So I'm like, yeah, we'll just, we'll go do it. So I did 12 miles last weekend. So I figured 13 today wouldn't be such a stretch. So the course is like a, it's an out and back done twice, basically. And so we did that, and the first loop of it wasn't bad. It was not as bad as I thought. I was like, yeah, it's hilly, but it's manageable. Like, I kept the effort easy. Um, Amy was running with me, and it was fine. 
turned around for the the turnaround point, headed back. We um, she needed to go to the bathroom, so we altered the run a little bit and like ran to like went down the road where there was a porta potty, and then headed back for the second loop. And um, second loop was harder. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I think I was picking up the pace more as I got into the run more. Not a lot. Like I'd started out at like 13, 14 minute miles basically and then was picking it up to like 12 minute miles. So I think that it definitely felt harder at that point. And it was like super humid today too. Mm. But yeah, I managed to run it all and it wasn't as bad. Like the long runs, they, they still kind of suck and I'm still kind of like you know, that long run feeling you get (laughs) when you're just, your legs are just like, no, no more. Um, It's not as bad as it had been for the 10 miles, for example. So it just, I feel like I'm feeling good about the long runs. It's still slow. It's like average, like 1240 or something over 13, but that was, you know, with the hills, but Hey, I ran a half marathon today. (laughs) You did. That's so awesome. Two hours, 46 minutes. So that's pretty good. Um, that is. Yeah. So that was my, you know, week and a half of training. Obviously, sad to disappoint people about the change in the triathlon, but I think it's for the best. Like, I just, I, I didn't want to have a miserable race experience, and I thought it'd be more fun to do with you anyway. <laughs> so that that did contribute a little bit to the decision, but had the brick workout gone well, I wouldn't have made that decision. Like had yeah. the you know had I been able to do the run at all, <laughs> um, I wouldn't have made that decision. So it's just a matter of like not feeling you know there's only three weeks to the race. Like it's not going. I don't have time for it to get much better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so that was that. That's my training. Feeling good about the decision I made. Feeling good about doing the Olympic with you in a few weeks and doing a marathon in about nine weeks excited for that i'm trying to talk amy into like pacing me for part of the marathon (laughs) um i brought it up to her today and she's like well if i'm gonna be running like because i was like you can just run like 15 or 16 miles of it with me and that's it and she's like well you know if i am gonna do that i might as well do the whole thing so she's like considering doing a full marathon which and I'm like I am not like this is not on me just so you know I'm not asking you to do a full marathon although that that was a little bit behind my (laughs) like I I knew if I asked her to pace me and she agreed to it she would consider doing the full so um I had that in mind but I didn't tell her that (laughs) so that's where I'm at I'm so excited to hear how your week of training has been going, and how your triathlon went. Okay, so we last spoke on Thursday, and I had had a good pool swim right before that, where I had finally got in to where I felt like swimming was a little bit more comfortable. And I told you I had the open water swim planned for the weekend. Well, I did the open water swim, Sue. Mm-hmm. I was up at 6 a.m. to be to open water swim by 7. I had had four ciders the night before and was up until 3 a.m. So it was like not ideal conditions for doing anything athletic. But I had made a plan and I was sticking to it because I need to swim. And so I hung overly, went and open water swam in my wetsuit for the first time. 
Mm. And I did 900 yards just about. It was slow, but I stopped a bunch to rest and partly part of that was adjusting to the wetsuit Mm -hmm. and stuff. And part of it was uh, just it was early and I really didn't feel good. Like I had chugged a Gatorade beforehand and I was like had acid reflux of Gatorade through the whole swim. Yeah. So I found um, and today I found the same thing. I can't have anything a whole lot like especially fruity before the swim. Because I, it gives me acid reflux on the swim because I ate a banana before my race today mm-hmm. and like burped banana for the entire almost mile swim. It was not pleasant. So I would um, encourage you to try a little baking soda like in your water okay. or something. That helps me Okay, a, a lot. Like that's the biggest thing. Like I don't have stomach issues anymore if I put a little baking soda in because it neutralizes the acid. Okay. I'm definitely going to try that when we're together because... I just, it was like, I just burping. (laughs) (laughs) Gatorade, it was so bad. Um, But the swim went okay. I felt more comfortable. My wetsuit helped. I kind of figured out part of what my freshwater swimming has been is that it's completely different than ocean swimming because of the salt levels and the different buoyancy levels. Mm -hmm. And salt makes you more buoyant. Well, you haven't been swimming in the ocean, have you? But that's what I grew up swimming. Oh. So for me, it's like I'd been swimming as a kid and I went swimming and and even like I went swimming last, uh, I spent a week at the beach last summer too. And so it's just that feel of, okay, I can swim, like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And then moving to a lake and I'm like, I don't feel like I know what I'm doing anymore. And part of that was the complete difference in buoyancy. Ah. Cause I always felt like I was sinking and couldn't stay and it was just completely different. And that's why I was like, okay, that makes sense. I kind of feel a little bit better about it now. Good. So it was cold though. We, it was 59 degrees that morning when I did the open water swim. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I did it and I was proud and I kind of went far 900 yards. Yeah. So that was cool. And then I did, The next day, I went kayaking for six hours, which definitely worked my shoulders. So I'm counting that almost as like a swim workout because it was straight shoulders. (laughs) And that's all swimming is pretty much. So we had a lot of fun, though. And we kayaked, I think, four miles it was. Nice. Something like that. Yeah, it was pretty far on a super calm river that didn't have... They hadn't really had houses or condos built up around it. So it was very calm, pretty serene. We did get drizzled on a little bit, but it was fun. And then um, I kind of didn't get to do anything until Wednesday, I think it was. And I cycled a quick loop around a lake here. I had plans to cycle more, but it was a nice day and breezy and because it's um, part of a local neighborhood I ended up with just so many people on the path that I got quickly annoyed and said I'm not doing this again Um, because it was just I would say on your left and they'd have headphones in or they wouldn't move for me Mm -hmm. and then I'm literally stopping in the middle of a bike path because people won't move out of the way like I had to do that multiple times and I was just like this is stupid I'm not doing this (laughs) So I kind of like, I just stopped, but 
I felt really strong on this bike. And there's a hill on this loop that I've had to walk my bike up a couple times Mm -hmm. where this time I was able to bike up the whole hill. Nice. So I definitely have been getting stronger on the bike, whether I feel like it or not. And I'm getting more comfortable with it. So that was really nice. And I did about four and a half miles then just to get some biking in. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday... I know I probably shouldn't have done it the day before the race, but I was like, we're going to take it easy. It's okay. I ran three slower miles. They averaged about 12 minutes, but it was really hot. Mm-hmm. My Strava or my Garmin says 75 degrees. They're lying. It had to have been hotter than that. 75 <laughs> is pretty hot. Yeah, but it was, the sun came out. It also says it's overcast. It was not overcast. It was full sun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much I believe this. but um it was nice I walked a little bit towards the end but overall I had just fun I met with a group of people here and we all got together and did it there were like six of us Mm -hmm. who got together and ran and that was nice and then I biked six miles after that nice yeah so I did kind of a mini backwards break (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And that maintained like 11 miles per hour. And I felt comfortable with it, too. I was able to go up a hill that I've been struggling to go up to. Like Mm -hmm. I've biked up the hill, but at like four miles an hour, biked up the hill. (laughs) So I would have been faster to walk up the hill. So this time, much better. And that was awesome. And then this morning, I had my Olympic triathlon. Yay! What was the name of it? Michigan Titanium. So it also had a full and ultra distance. I'm not 100% sure what the difference is. I think one is sponsored by the U.S. Nationals. They call it the ultra and there might be something different because they were there today, like supporting the U.S. Nationals. Mm -hmm. So kind of a big deal. Yes, it kind of was a big deal. So the ultra triathlon and the, it's, okay, so they just call ultra the Iron Man, the ultra distance. I was trying to figure it out because they confused me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the ultra disti- distance triathlon is basically just an Iron Man, yeah. but because it's not branded by Iron Man, they don't call it that. Well, what's the full then? I think they called the full the h- half. Or they just called the ultra full. I I was, it was very, I was like, wait, there's not that many races going on today. That's weird. Yes. Oh, they called it the ultra distance slash full. So they just said it all as one thing. And I didn't catch that they meant the same thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because they did full half and Olympic today. Well, that was the plan. I have terrible triathlon luck, Sue. What? So I'm praying it doesn't carry over to three weeks from now in Maine. No. What happened? But the full distance got canceled because of weather because it was set to storm again all afternoon. And wow. it was going to start at like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. with lightning. And the uh, full 
distance, athletes didn't start till 7 a.m. So they'd only be about seven hours in. Mm-hmm. And then it was going to heavy storm lightning and everything. So they cut the full distance down. Okay. And everybody could only do a half. And they were going to allow some of the half people to switch to the Olympic. So that didn't really impact us, except I knew rain was coming later in the day. Right. Which wouldn't have impacted us anyway, because we were going to be done before 2 p.m. Because we were only doing the Olympic. Right. But I got there at 6.30 this morning. And I ate beforehand. I got a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit from McDonald's and ate it before the race. Well, I figured out I need to eat before swimming. And I think that's been one of my main things. Like I can run fasted generally up to a half marathon if I take fuel in the whole time. Mm -hmm. But uh, swimming to start without any food does not work for me. Really? I'm the opposite. Like I don't need anything at all because I like take it so easy on the swim. Yeah. So I did that and we had a ton of time because we didn't get to the water until 8, 10. I think we pulled out of the swim. But I will tell you, Sue, I did the whole swim, the whole Olympic swim in open water. Yay. What was the distance? 1,500 meters. My watch says 1,700. I think we did go end up going a little bit long, but I also forgot to hit my watch for transition Oh. as I got out of the water. I hit it right after I got stripped of my wetsuit, which, by the way, any race that has wetsuit strippers is my new favorite. They have strippers? So what they did is they had these mats coming out of the lake. Yeah. Where they laid me down. They're like, just lay down. We'll take care of you. They pulled my wetsuit completely off of me so I didn't have to worry about getting it off or anything. And Uh. they're like, okay, you're good to go. I was like my wetsuit's off. That took like five seconds and I had no wetsuit on anymore. It was so great. (laughs) Okay. Pumpkin man does not have that. (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm happy to help if I get out before you. (laughs) It was one of those things where I was like, Oh, this is super cool. Because you know how much it sucks to try to take your wetsuit off. How did you find it like getting into it in the first place? A pain. (laughs) I do a lot of like scrunching, like pulling up just a couple of inches and then. Yeah. I'll show you a couple of tricks when you're down here. Yeah, because I didn't put body glide on, which I know they say to do. And I didn't get it wet beforehand or anything. I just put it on dry. Right. Um, And we were doing this with my team triumph. So that meant that a person with a disability, our captain, Corey, we were pulling her on the swim in a boat or the Mm -hmm. one person who was her name's Kristen and we still averaged like two probably closer to 240 per hundred yard or something pulling Corey on a boat so it was good nice I kind of found my tactic for swimming which worked really well I did kind of cat and mouse so I um, would let the boat get ahead of me and kind of wait, and then I'd swim to the front of the boat, and then let it drift, so I would, like, go, and then stop, and go, and then stop, and then go, and then stop. Right, so, like, doing sprints. (laughs) Kind of, yeah, because it works really well for me with swimming, I found, is if I have a goal to reach, Yeah. and long-distance swims, there's not really a goal to reach, 
because with swimming, it feels like you're going nowhere when you're out for 500, you know, 1500 yards and you have to come back or it's 750 at the turnaround. You can be swimming for five minutes. And I felt like we didn't get anywhere. I was like, what is this? Like, we haven't even moved. And we have, but it's just... You guys, your swim was just like an out and back 750 each, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's really long. So it won't be like that at Pumpkin Man. It's more like like two or 300 to each buoy. Okay. And then we do two loops. Okay. Yeah, we had buoys between, but because they were just, they were like 250 between each buoy, I think. Right. So that's at least we had the buoys to look for. Um, I will tell you, we started before the Olympic swimmers did. So we, on the way back, caught a ton of current from Olympic swimmers. Really? Like all going. Yeah, because it's just an out and back along the same thing. So as they're all going up and swimming so fast, we got a ton of their waves and current flowing over us. How did you find that? Well, it was annoying at worst. I mean, it wasn't like my favorite thing. But you were able to deal with it. Yeah. And starting out with the couple of boats we had right around us was a pain. I breathed a lot of and drank a lot of lake water at the start just because it kept flowing over my face. Mm -hmm. I think I need to get nose plugs. I have some actually. I just need to try swimming with them because I was leaking snot for the entire swim (laughs) it was just terrible but I did the swim that was my most important thing because I went into it and I told my team I was like I don't know if I'm gonna do the swim because I had the option of not doing it because the way I was doing the race Mm -hmm. and I knew I needed to get out there but I was worried I'd be too slow for them Mm -hmm. and they're like no we're taking it really slow and I said okay so they took it really slow And I stayed with them the whole time. I never felt like I was going to drown. I didn't feel like I was a terrible swimmer. Nice. I did it. The wetsuit is super helpful, too. Yeah. Just for even just comfort reasons, as uncomfortable as they are. But just knowing I have the wetsuit, which helps with the buoyancy, was nice. I didn't necessarily feel like I was sinking the whole time. But yeah, I liked liked the swim. It's boring. Swimming is boring. (laughs) It really is. It's just one of those things to me that I don't know if I could ever do. Yeah, you can't listen to music. You can't talk to people. I get that. Like, I enjoy swimming. I do. I enjoy it. But I can see how, like, when I'm swimming in a pool, I find that incredibly boring. So I I know what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, um, I definitely felt it in my shoulders by the time we got close to the finish of the water I was like okay yeah we've swum a lot (laughs) really far today yeah so we did that and then we did transition which was so all our transitions were slow because we had to adjust the card and everything for our captain Corey to be pulled which was fine and we did the bike ish we had major mechanical issues on the bike so we cut it short So I didn't get to do the full bike distance today. So what happened? So what they do is they hook the cart into like the metal part on your back wheel on the opposite side of your derailleur. And it kind of hooks in that way. Well, they 
first, this course was so hilly, Sue. It was just up and down hills. Yeah. You'd get through one uphill, and then there'd just be a tiny downhill and then more uphill. Yeah. So that was already a pain for having to pull somebody. And so uh, Rebecca, who was pulling Corey for the bike, was already struggling because it's just so hilly. But then we found out that the cart had the brakes on, the back wheels. Oh. The whole first four miles oh my gosh and then rebecca's brakes were on her bike too so she had been going uphill at one point with the cart brakes on and her bike brakes on how how was how was her bike brakes on though that's weird because just her back ones were and they were scraping against the wheel on her sprint her tri bike and so i guess something happened when they put the cart onto the wheel it shifted stuff yeah and so it scraped against it the whole time like half her brake pad was gone by the time we got through six miles wow and she looked terrible i felt so bad because she was sweating profusely and going up hills at like three miles an hour yeah and she's training for ironman maryland full so it's not like she's a weak biker and she's done at least two other ironmans wow so a 24-mile bike ride shouldn't have been a super big issue. And come to find out when we found out it was all the brakes being on, we are like, oh, that makes more sense. Right. So we finally talked her into turning around at six miles just because it was – that was before we really had found out that her bike brakes were on too. Mm-hmm. And we just weren't really making it anywhere. And if we continued at that pace, it was going to be an almost four-hour bike ride. Right. Because we made it – six miles and 51 minutes or something like that wow yes yes (laughs) it was really it was tough so that's why we were just like we're just gonna turn around and I know I could have biked more I was feeling pretty good right but um, it was okay I wasn't overly upset especially with the threat of weather coming and everything because if we would have definitely been caught in the storms afterwards if we had stayed and biked the whole thing. So um, we ended up turning around and we did our 12 miles and that was fine. And I had scratch nutrition for the bike that I went through most of. And before starting the bike, I did applesauce. And that was pretty good. Good. And then we did the run and I pushed Corey for a lot of the run. It was the hardest thing, Sue. Oh, just because while well, my calves were so tight and after doing everything, it was just like, Oh, running. And it was so hilly. <laughs> oh, so running after swimming and biking on a hilly route isn't easy. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> and that's why when you said you made your decision, I was like, I, I understand. I can't imagine <laughs> the people today who are doing the half and this course, just because of our area of Michigan, the half did two loops of the bike or two loops of the run and four loops of the bike. So they were just kind of doing the same course over and over again with all the hills and everything. And it was out and back. They did four times Wow! for the half bike course. I was like, oh. That's a weird bike course. Yes, it's really weird. And it's just straight hills the whole time. So um, we had 
I had over 600 feet of elevation gain for the course total. And I had 624 feet. My multi-sport is telling me that for the bike and run, all 18 miles of it, I had over 600 feet of elevation gain. Oh, wow. And one of those was an out and back. Both were actually out and backs, so going different directions. So, yeah, that was cool. Um, (laughs) I did a lot of run-walk on the course for the run course. So that was kind of, I didn't feel bad about it. We were having fun with Corey and just going and my calves were tight. I ate food again because they had the half distances out there. So I ate cookies and pretzels. I'm going to need to take salt in for my next Olympic for sure. I should have taken some of the pickle juice that they offered all things I learned for next time. <laughs> Just because I knew my calves were cramping and six miles is one of the furthest distances I've run in a while too. So I kind of just went all out and did it. Um, we averaged 13 minute miles though for the six miles, which really wasn't too bad with pushing the cart and everything. Yeah. And we, the rain started about a, two hours before it was supposed to. So about 11.45 or 12, we had light sprinkling on us pretty much the whole way. We finished within five minutes of the downpouring. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So <laughs> Good I, timing. Yeah, I felt bad for there were still half out athletes out there. We saw yeah. lightning a couple times, but they didn't call the course. I don't know if it's because it didn't touch ground. Or maybe because people were out of the water. Well, they told us the whole time that if they saw lightning at all, they were calling the event during the race. Because we heard thunder a bunch on the run, and we were kind of worried about what would happen. Yeah. But, y'all, triathlons are really hard. Like, really hard. I don't even know. It was was hard. (laughs) But so how long was your total like total racing time? Four hours and two minutes and six seconds. So that's a long time yeah. to be out there. Yeah. Yes. And part of that was because of the major bike issues. Like normally yeah. because we were on the bike to make it twelve miles an hour and forty minutes. So that's just not normal bike time. Yeah, no, you sh- you would have normally done that and in- an hour yes or less yeah yeah so we pretty much kind of biked the whole distance or took the time of the whole 25 miles right (laughs) dealing with the whole issues so um I was proud of the swim because we did that in 50 minutes plus my little bit of transition time and wetsuit stripping and stuff yeah but that was really good and we even had to do a little bit of over correcting just because we had to get out of the way of olympic swimmers who were coming in and judging us or like getting in the way like they were coming straight at us on the wrong side of the boot because you're supposed to keep the buoys on left and a bunch of olympic males came in and had buoys on their right side so they're basically heading straight for us oh wow weird yeah, I don't think they cared as part of the issue. But yeah, again, triathlons are really hard. 
<laughs> you think? I just, <laughs> my shoulders are so sore and that's a mix from the swimming and pushing the cart on the run. So I kind yeah. of did it at hard mode today. So it's not. Well, like, yeah. And also like, I, I feel like you didn't, you haven't really gotten up to the distance in swimming yet. So that's the other issue. Like normally there's more of a gradual buildup so that you're not doing like a full mile. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, all at once. I'd only done a thousand yards before this with stops. So right. this was definitely, um, but I know I can do the distance. There's that. I'm definitely going to continue yeah. pool swimming and trying to get out and do at least one more open water swim. It'll have to be next weekend before the race. I got my lovely tri-suit tan line going on today. Nice. It's beautiful. <laughs> I noticed that after I woke up from my nap. I was like, oh, that's going to stay with me forever now. <laughs> because it's almost <laughs> the end of the season, so I can't change it at this point. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. I did have a lot of fun. As hard as it was, I had fun. And it's nice to push myself like that and to do the hard things. Right now, I don't know if I'll ever want to go beyond an Olympic. <laughs> well, even if you trained for it? Uh, I don't know if I want to train to go beyond an Olympic. <laughs> right. It's a lot. It's yes, a lot. it's just, it's so much and it's so time consuming. And I'm not putting it off the table forever. But at this point, I don't see myself really putting all that time in. Right. What it does make me want to do is train for another marathon. <laughs> That's also a lot of work. Yes, but it's less work than training for triathlons. Dep depending on what distance triathlon you're doing. And, but. I even think marathon training is less work than Olympic training. I don't know. I mean, I go by like the race time. So like if I'm if I'm doing a marathon, I'm doing it between four and five hours. If I'm doing an Olympic, hopefully I'm doing it under four hours. <laughs> so I feel like it's not. I don't know. I guess just I go by how much of me hurts and is exhausted all the time during training and afterwards. Yeah, if I think if you were is as trained as you like would be for a mar like when you trained for your marathon, I feel like you were more committed to the training because oh, yeah. you were so scared. But I don't feel like you were as committed to your triathlon training no. or have been. No. So I think you if your Olympic wouldn't have hurt so much if you had put in the training. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh yeah, not that it's easy because it's not. But and you're you know you're taking on two new sports. Yes, so that's one of those things too. When you do finally do your next marathon, I'm going to ask you that day. So like, <laughs> this is this is easier than training for an Olympic, huh? <laughs> My question will probably vary. That'll be in like <laughs> I am debating on what to do for. And I know we talked about this last show and I keep going back and forth because I'd really like to do a spring marathon and then I get worried about the cold weather training for it. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to train for a fall marathon through the summer just because. <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. 
just because Michigan summers are nice. And so when you, you know, and everybody's doing stuff all summer, mm-hmm. so there's always things going on on the weekends or during the week because you want to be outside enjoying the weather. So then if I were to train for a fall marathon, I wouldn't be able to do that because it's like, oh, no, guys, sorry, I got to run. Nope, sorry, can't do that, got to run. Nope, can't mm-hmm. do that, got to run. So, or I'd have to just be up at 4 a.m. all the time. Yeah. And that sounds terrible. You just have to, like, want it bad enough to, you know, sacrifice either way, either getting up early or, you know, putting the social life aside sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. So I think I might train for a spring one. I'd have to decide. I've been looking at Flying Pig full, but... I don't even know what other spring races are near me. Well, where you are, there's kind of, you kind of have a lot of options, don't you? Because you're in the Midwest. Yeah. So there's a lot of states around. Yeah, because I'm five hours from Ohio. Like, I'm five hours from Cincinnati. I'm five hours from Indianapolis. You're close to Kentucky, right? If you're close Mm -hmm. to Cincinnati, you're close to Kentucky. Kind of. I'd be like eight hours to Louisville to like Bluegrass, but they don't do a full but I could do Kentucky Derby, which I think has a full at the end of April. That one is supposed to be a pretty flat course, too. Yes. That was one that I almost did one year. <laughs> yes. So there's there's that. But then I think about the Detroit full next fall and being able to go into Canada. Yeah. See, that's that's what we were talking about. That would be a great race for us to do together. Detroit mm-hmm. Free Press, right? Yep. So the half marathon, does the half marathon not go into Canada too? It or does. Is, it it does. does. So like I would love to do that one, but like I don't want to like commit to like doing a marathon with you because like yes. I'm afraid that like one of us would fall off the training. Not naming any names or anything, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I would rather like do a race with you. Yeah, we're going to do one together. You know what I mean? So then that's still, I'll probably train for a spring. So I'm going to, I guess, look. And that will give me something to look forward to over the winter. And like my gym has an indoor track and lots of treadmills. Nice. So there's always those options. And it doesn't really get cold until January. And I'll be home for a lot of January. I'll be in North Carolina or Atlanta. So it'll be at least warmer there than here. So there's all kinds of options there. That's what I got to think about too. Some of the coldest months I'll be here or back home. And then I think about the fact that it was still freezing cold through May here. So (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. So I really haven't decided much. I'm going to keep up a routine of some kind. I need to. For sanity yeah. purposes. It definitely helps to have a race that you're planning on doing to keep up with the consistent running. That's for sure. Yeah, I was looking at um, a triathlon that starts, that's here local, but the race is the first weekend in June. Mm-hmm. And then the weather's so, I don't know. I think that early in June, you're probably good. You could get like a warm day, like in the high 70s. You know, but I think I don't think you need to worry about like a really hot. You know what I'm saying? I was more worried about it being really cold. Oh, really like, cold. The water temperature hadn't even warmed up to oh, like for a triathlon. 60. Yeah, for a triathlon. Yeah, that'd be a triathlon. So, speaking of triathlons, yes. 
we got an Olympic coming up. <laughs> yes. Um, it occurred to me today while I was out running the, the run course with Amy for the half that I had no idea what the Olympic run course was like. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, I should look that up. So while we've been chatting, I did go and check out the, the course on the website. Um, yeah, it's half of the half run course. So it's the same one that I did today. So Okay, so it's hilly. It is. It's not bad. We're only doing one loop of it. It's, it won't be bad, I don't think. Just keep in mind, and I know I said this before, that um, transition, like where we're doing the race, is on a hill. <laughs> so no matter what, anytime we're coming back into transition, we're going uphill, whether it's the end of the bike or the end of the run, coming out of the swim, we're going up the hill to get to transition. So, yeah. So well, that's that. just my favorite. I really like hills. They're the best. <laughs> but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, and um, I'm 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 glad we're doing the same race. I am because it's gonna be better to do it with you than to do it by myself and to hate it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm excited. Me too. It's coming up so soon now. Yay! Yay. I was telling Amy about today. I'm like, Amy, you got to come have pizza with us and meet Megan. She's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Yay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, awesome job today on your Olympic. Pretty close to your Olympic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close to. Well, Pumpkin Man, we're going to have good weather. So you can just leave that bad weather in Michigan because that's a Michigan only thing. Okay. Okay. So um, we're going to have good weather. And if anything, it might be cool and like overcast, but not raining and not okay. too sunny. <laughs> okay. It'll be, I like, can perfect. live with that. <laughs> and, um, and we'll have a great time. And I'm excited. All right. Yay. Yay. Well, I think that wraps things up for this week. As far as training goes, um, I'm just going to do more of the same of what I've been doing, except not so long of the rides. So, I mean, I pretty much peaked because <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm not doing the half distance ride anymore. So I'm not, I'm probably not going to do 60 miles this week like I was originally going to do. So as far as training goes, I'm going to stick to the um, my marathon training, I might ease off the speed work. I've been listening to, um, Matt Fitzgerald's 80, 20 running mm -hmm. audiobook, And I may be doing too much at moderate high intensity and maybe need to like drop the speed work and do easy, more easy running. I'll keep the marathon paced runs and the long distance runs and just keep the rest easy, I think. But I don't know. I mean, I don't really love the speed work anyway. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with my marathon running. Um, it's going well, I think. Are you still going to do your Thursday speed works and just cut back on like the tempos and stuff or? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I think if anything, I'll move my marathon paced runs to Thursday if I do that. But um, I think I'm just going to drop the speed work. I don't know. I've, I haven't like decided. I've just been chewing on this the last couple of days. I didn't do my speed work this past week because of the brick. Um, and now I'm thinking like, maybe I don't want to because in this, the book that I'm listening to, like he talks about how a lot of runners end up doing like 
um, 50% of their running easy and then the other 50% is moderate or high intensity. And that's kind of where I'm at right now because I'm mm-hmm. running like three or four days a week and two of my run, one of them's a moderate run and the other one's a high intensity run. And then my long run is easy and then there'll be like a shorter, easy run in there. So like I'm at like a 50-50 split right now, whereas you can improve doing that but you'll improve more and faster if you do an 80-20 split, basically. That makes sense. That's what the science says. So if I was doing higher mileage, I could do both of those runs because I could. it could still be 20% of my running, including the mar- marathon pace and the speed work, if I was doing a greater number of easy running, basically, than what I'm okay. actually doing. And I don't feel like I, I can increase my volume that much right now. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm, I might drop the speed work. We'll see. Or maybe I'll just do it like every other week. I don't know. I'm just chewing on it. (laughs) I haven't really decided, but you know how I am with like committing to a plan. (laughs) I'm good at it. (laughs) Um, and then swimming, biking, I'll probably swim once or twice this week and plan on biking three times and keeping my distance. Like, I probably won't go up much more than like 30, 35 miles on the bike on my longest ride. So pretty good on the distance, I think. I'm just focus going to focus more on like leg turnover and stuff. And yeah, that's it. That's where I'm at. It's very loose right now. Loosey goosey. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, we've got three weeks left to the race. I got like one more good solid week of training and then it's basically taper anyway, right? So not going to stress out about it too much and we'll just have fun yes we will we will have fun good did you have any specific workouts planned for this week coming up nope i'm gonna swim and i'm gonna definitely bike and i need to run a little bit more i want to get four to five miles in this week at least oh that'd be good yeah so that's my goal i want to get at least three workouts in one of each nice all right sounds good So you do each of those things this week and everybody else go outside and run, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. If you want to share anything, comments, questions, or your runs, you can email us at runnergirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runnergirlspodcast. Tweet to us at runnergirlsshow. Tag us on Instagram at runnergirlspodcast or call the hotline at 207-200-3297. Download episodes at runnergirlspodcast.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.